0: section fifteen of talks by abdul baha given in paris by abdul baha abbas translated by lady sarah louisa blomfield this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by nicholas james bridgewater talks by abdul baha given in paris by abdul baha abbas section fifteen baha'u'llah november seventh abdul baha said i will speak to you today of baha'u'llah in the third year after the bab had declared his mission baha'u'llah being accused by fanatical mullahs of believing in the new doctrine was arrested and thrown into prison the next day however several ministers of the government and other influential men caused him to be set free later on he was again arrested and the priests condemned him to death The governor hesitated to have this sentence carried out for fear of a revolution the priests met together in the mosque before which was the place of execution all the people of the town gathered in crowds outside the mosque the carpenters brought their saws and hammers the butchers came with their knives the bricklayers and builders shouldered their spades all these men incited by the frenzied mullahs were eager to share in the honor of killing him inside the mosque was assembled the doctors of religion baha'u'llah stood before them and answered all their questions with great wisdom the chief sage in particular was completely silenced by baha'u'llah who refuted all his arguments a discussion arose between two of the priests as to the meaning of some words in the writings of the bab accusing him of inaccuracy they challenged baha'u'llah to defend him if he were able these priests were entirely humiliated for baha'u'llah proved before the whole assembly that the bab was absolutely right and that the accusation was made in ignorance The defeated ones now put him to the torture of the bastinado, and more infuriated than before, brought him out before the walls of the mosque unto the place of execution, where the misguided people were awaiting his coming. Still the governor feared to comply with the demand of the priests for his execution, realizing the danger in which the dignified prisoner was placed some men were sent to rescue him in this they succeeded by breaking through the wall of the mosque and leading baha'u'llah through the opening into a place of safety but not of freedom for the governor shifted the responsibility from off his shoulders by sending him to tehran here he was imprisoned in an underground dungeon where the light of day was never seen A heavy chain was placed upon his neck, by which he was chained to five other Barbies. These fetters were locked together by strong, very heavy bolts and screws. His clothes were torn to pieces, also his fez. In this terrible condition, he was kept for four months. During this time, none of his friends were able to get access to him a prison official made an attempt to poison him but beyond causing him great suffering this poison had no effect after a time the government liberated him and exiled him and his family to baghdad where he remained for eleven years during this time he underwent severe persecutions being surrounded by the watchful hatred of his enemies He bore all evils and torments with the greatest courage and fortitude. Often, when he arose in the morning, he knew not whether he would live until the sun should set. Meanwhile, each day, the priests came and questioned him on religion and metaphysics. At length, the Turkish governor exiled him to Constantinople, whence he was sent to Adrianople here he stayed for five years eventually he was sent to the far-off prison fortress of saint jean de Acre. here he was imprisoned in the military portion of the fortress and kept under the strictest surveillance words would fail me to tell you of the many trials he had to suffer and all the misery he endured in that prison notwithstanding it was from this prison that baha'u'llah wrote to all the monarchs of europe and these letters with one exception were sent through the post the epistle to Nosreddin shah was confided to a persian bahai mirza badi khurasani who undertook to deliver it into the shah's own hands this brave man waited in the neighbourhood of tehran for the passing of the shah who had the intention to journey by that way to his summer palace. The courageous messenger followed the shah to his palace and awaited on the road near the entrance for several days. Always in the same place was he seen waiting on the road until the people began to wonder why he should be there. At last the shah heard of him and commanded his servants that the man should be brought before him. O servants of the shah! i bring a letter which i must deliver into his own hands badi said and then badi said to the shah i bring you a letter from baha'u'llah he was immediately seized and questioned by those who wished to elicit information which would help them in the further persecutions of baha'u'llah badi would answer not a word they then tortured him still he held his peace After three days they killed him, having failed to force him to speak. These cruel men photographed him whilst he was under torture. The shah gave the letter from Baha'u'llah to the priests, that they might explain it to him. After some days, these priests told the shah that the letter was from a political enemy. The shah grew angry and said, This is no explanation. I pay you to read and answer my letters. Therefore, obey. The spirit and meaning of the tablet to Nasruddin Shah was, in short, this. Now that the time has come when the cause of the glory of God has appeared, I ask that I may be allowed to come to Tehran and answer any questions the priests may put to me i exhort you to detach yourself from the worldly magnificence of your empire remember all those great kings who have lived before you their glories have passed away the letter was written in a most beautiful manner and continued warning the king and telling him of the future triumph of the kingdom of baha'u'llah both in the eastern and in the western world the shah paid no attention to the warning of this letter and continued to live in the same fashion until the end although baha'u'llah was in prison the great power of the holy spirit was with him none other in prison could have been like unto him in spite of all the hardships he suffered he never complained in the dignity of his majesty he always refused to see the governor or the influential people of the town. Although the surveillance was unremittingly strict, he came and went as he wished. He died in a house situated about three kilometers from Saint Jean section fifteen